0: Are you bitches
1: conspiring against me? Her paranoia is yeah. rampant. Every time she walks in the room, the first sentence out of her mouth is, are you guys conspiring against me? I that bitch conspiring against me. Are you conspiring against me? The bitches are conspiring against me again.
0: Are you bitches conspiring against me? Are you bitches conspiring
1: against me? You're like, it's it's everyone is mm-hmm. what do you mean
2: tell me tell me what this says i'm about to light
1: oh chris is about to light a fat ass uh delta eight joint
2: okay okay cool it's
1: 11.23 percent cbd 19.5 percent thco flavor is cereal milk it's a milky hits. So that's what we call it in college
2: because
0: of like the smoke (laughs)
2: Uh, all right uh, welcome back to the show uh we're recording
1: hi i'm chloe i'm chris's resident stoner friend and ex-roommate of ellie and i'm ellie i
0: am good friends of chloe and chris former roommate of chloe good Good new friend of chris's oh yeah
2: dope. All right. I'm so excited because today we're going to get to the bottom of some burning questions about Delta 8, the newest, I don't know, loophole in selling weed, which at first I would say I was really excited about because I don't like going to legal dispensaries. Um, but have heard talkings, musings. I've had bad experiences. And <coughs> I also just don't fucking understand. Uh, so here, here we are with a former employee.
0: Of uh, what is locally known as the Wake and Bakery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Delta that. 8 Cafe. Yeah. And we're not promoting it, though. <laughs>
2: we're no. going to
1: seriously talk <laughs> no, trash about this company. We're tearing that bitch apart. This is not a... <laughs>
0: Come and visit this place. This is a do not visit this place.
2: Thank you, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to talk shit. Of
0: course, (laughs) if there's anything I love, it's talking shit about previous jobs that I've had. (laughs) Uh.
2: I have been to a couple of the Waken bakeries in the city and at first was a big fan because the first time I tried, I think an edible or a drink, Mm -hmm. it was really reminiscent to me of A silly high that I had when I was younger and it didn't make me anxious as opposed to um, just like the legit THC (laughs) of the you know. I fully remember the first time
0: I went too and like I was so excited thinking it was the coolest thing ever but I would say like I didn't fully understand um, what Delta 8 was at that point. I think I still was just like oh this is weed gonna get me stoned like in a legal way so like how ex- how exciting is that and i remember getting in a coffee and i think the first time i did it i didn't feel it after my drink i felt it after eating an edible from there
2: okay that checks and out and
0: then i still like I, I remember like getting like the max infusion for a drink once to go the double fuck the it. double fuck it yeah <laughs> which is 120 milligrams of delta 8 thc
2: right i've done that as well and oh. i've done that and i've had a great time yeah and i've done that and i've thrown up from Mm -hmm. being so violently high and i've heard that i don't know okay i've heard a lot of things one that edibles hit the hardest Mm -hmm. then second maybe the drinks yeah then maybe the the vapes and then the pre-rolls well i guess we'll we'll let you know because we're passing one around right now but uh You were saying the drinks didn't never get you there.
0: No, the drinks never really got me there unless I was like, so they used this specific kind of um, liquefied form of the Delta 8 THC, and it was a very milky white color. Sometimes, again, like it would be a really good giggly thing, and sometimes it would give me like the worst migraine of my life.
2: Sorry, uh, this is Bunny, right? Yeah. Bunny's playing with my headphones. This is what I get for having corded headphones. Uh, I have in front of me one of the tinctures because okay, how, this is is this what they use in the drinks mm-hmm. and it's 120 milligrams if you get the most the highest dose.
0: Yeah. for the highest dose for a beverage that you can get mm-hmm. is 120 milligrams of delta 8. And there's like this whole pro, um, this whole like way yes. to like change like the how however much Delta 8 compared to like what a regular amount of THC is. So like this is just like the, what I when I worked there, this is what I was told how to explain it to
2: customers.
0: Is like Delta Eight is hemp derived. It's still um, comes from the marijuana plant or the hemp plant, but it it's comes cannabinoid,
2: from cannabinoid or whatever. Can, it I can,
0: add, yeah, it's a cannabinoid, and it comes. It's just derived from the stem, like rather than the leaves, and so oh, like no. it has a different potency. And they hated when I used the word potency. Um, that has, like, a different, like, a different strength, um, or amount of, like, THC in it.
2: Why did they, sorry, why did they hate the word potency? Yeah.
0: Because it, I don't know, there's something dangerous about that word. Like, you don't, something sounds potent, like, it kind of, like, Uh, it might
1: turn you away from it. Okay, well, like, what is, like, the synonym that they want you to use instead? Stronger. It's, it's got a Uh, weaker, stronger, stronger, weaker. Okay.
2: So there's a an intentional strategy to not scare away a certain kind of customer that doesn't already smoke weed
0: yeah if it's somebody that's new you want it to make them as comfortable as possible with the product that you're introducing them to so you have to make it seem as like gentle and less like as not intimidating as possible
2: which is like the opposite of what you would see in on a carton of cigarettes that Mm -hmm. have
0: or if you go to a dispensary a
2: label that's like fuck off you're going to die if you buy this (laughs) yeah oh my god
1: have you seen like the cigarette labels like across europe where they literally have to print like legally they have to print like photos photos of like fucking cancer victims so they're just like 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 black like you know like tracheas and shit like yeah it's, it's scary
2: it is i mean i have a theory that it has the opposite effect because it becomes like pokemon trading cards and you've got to get all of them got oh to yeah the, the I hole was, in your throat the black lungs
1: i was a million percent after like the the like dead fetus one oh. that was like probably the scariest one that they had
2: <laughs> i haven't seen that one yeah oh, <laughs> actually fucked up <laughs> rare rare finds yeah but okay, so with Wake and Bakery, mm-hmm. instead of following the really strict rules that a dispensary would have to follow, yeah. they are, you know, trying to be as welcoming as possible. Yeah.
1: Well, I think like that too, it's like, I feel like Wake and Bakery specifically, or like other like Delta A kind of like uh, bakeries, coffee shops, stuff like that, it does feel somewhat like geared towards like a younger demographic, mm-hmm. like you know just like how they said like jewel pods and jewels are like you know secretly like geared towards young people it's like i feel like that's you know like part of the wake and bakery brand right it's Mm -hmm. the bright colors the goofy flavors the like i mean frankly like fucking wild like milligram amounts because if you go to a dispensary like maybe like the highest Edible that you're gonna get, like for like what would be considered like one dose, is gonna be what like 20 milligrams, mm-hmm. and then they're out here sure. serving like 120 in one serving. But to if that's more
0: equivalent to like, the way that I was told is delta eight is like like one third of what it is. So like 30 milligrams of delta eight is 10 milligrams of like regular THC
1: supposedly yeah I I feel like this leans really well into like what my biggest point about why I don't like Delta 8 like this leans into it is that's what Wake and Bakery is saying right Mm -hmm. but the thing about Delta 8 is that number one it's so new on the market and there's no like like real like there's no FDA approval like we're like running this business is being run off of like pseudo legality right because there's no FDA approval, there's no, like, research behind it. Like, you really don't know what you're consuming. Like, there's no, no. checks and balances around Delta-8. Like, all this shit is being made in some lab no, I'm somewhere. I'm not sure they most
0: of their shit at home. Like, so, Damn. like... Okay. I did know it that they were using, like, box mixes for pastries and shit. Like, and charging, like, however much ridiculousness for it. But
1: But I guess, like, what I'm trying to get at is that it's, like thc delta 9 like that's like supposedly Mm -hmm. like what like the normal like cannabis high strain like molecule is so you can make that molecule illegal but if i'm a scientist and i go in and i just manipulate that molecule by the smallest amount now suddenly it's not illegal and i can Mm -hmm. sell it and profit off of it
2: and don't have to I follow the same marketing laws.
1: Exactly. don't have to have
2: security in front of your store.
1: I don't need checks and balances. I don't need to ensure that this is a safe product because it's not illegal in any sense, right? Yeah, it's
2: not a controlled substance.
1: And so... You don't even know what this molecule does in your brain. We know how the THC, like typical molecule, attaches to your cannabinoid receptors yeah, in your brain. True. We don't know how those get attached, how delta 8 gets attached to your brain, right? And how it creates that high. So we don't know if this is going to affect you for 30 minutes, if it mm-hmm. could affect you for five hours, or if it could potentially get trapped there forever. Exactly. And now a piece of your brain is forever altered. You know, and so I think that it's like when Wake and Bakery tries to say, like, oh, like, you know, 120 milligrams is more like 60 milligrams. It's just bullshit. They don't know, you know, because there's no that ratio.
2: Yeah, I don't know where they came up with that. There's there's no way that that is a real scientifically proven, <laughs> like, no. three to one ratio or whatever they say. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so we've we finished the uh, <clears throat> the giant ass Delta Eight joint.
2: Right. We all took
1: a risk here tonight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel fine right now for we'll journalism. Yeah. This is yeah. This is where it gets really confusing, and I have a feeling or a sense that some of the tests and some of these ratios may be based more in the flour. but the experience of smoking the flour versus an edible is. Totally different. The edibles hit you up on the side of the head. Sometimes I'm I'm curious. Have you ever had when you worked there, people come in and complain about a side effect or yeah. getting sick or ill.
0: Like, it was in the summertime. It was after this, like, little street festival happened. And this woman comes in and she's so mad because she wasn't told that there was, like, anything in it. And so she took it, she got high, didn't know what was happening, ended up getting violently ill and sick for the rest of the day and came in and complained and, um like, was, like, threatening to sue us. Like, it was, like, this whole big deal. And then our boss came out, one of the owners, who happened to be there. Who was, they were never, ever there. And um, he, like, asked her to leave. Didn't do anything for her. And then, like, after she left, he was like, she was just mad. She was probably trying to get free product from us. Like, Ugh. complaining about it, seeing what she could get. And we're like, that woman was so upset. Like, she clearly got drugged now. Like, nobody told her. Somebody was handing this out. Maybe somebody handed it to her and didn't tell her. But, like, that's the dangers of, like, what we were doing, like, at this um, event. And that's something that, And he
2: accused her of trying to...
1: After that story, as if she would want more product. Literally, that's what I was going to say. It's, like, why would I want to get more from this? Like, also, it just seems wildly inappropriate, like, to give out... Like, something that's supposed to, like, alter your, like, state of mind as a free sample, Mm -hmm. like, in a street fair because, you know, maybe somebody did tell her that there was, like, you know, THC whatever in it and she just didn't hear or didn't pay attention or, like, maybe nobody did say anything, maybe but it's, like... Maybe her
0: friend handed it to her. Yeah. Like, something, like, random like that.
1: But it's, like, if I'm, like, giving out samples and, like, are you, like, IDing everybody that you give a sample to? Or are you... You know what so I mean? Somebody like
0: Somebody was supposed to be doing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It just seems like, you know, a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah,
0: definitely.
2: So when I was first, you know, a fan of the the Waken Bakery uh, culture and whatnot, I actually bought a hoodie... And it's a cute hoodie. Like a, yeah. like you said, their logo is pretty cool. And the hoodie is super cozy. Mm-hmm. And I've been wearing it here and there and have gotten stopped multiple times by either a friend or a stranger to be like, why are you wearing that? Don't support them.
0: <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm
2: so serious. And, wow. and one of them was a barista at uh, like a coffee shop on Damon. And he was bringing up exactly what you were saying earlier. He was like, no, I think that shit... like." permanently alters your brain like it latches onto something in this irreversible way i mean he i should have him here but you know not that he has any evidence but that, that's but nobody that's does a that's the yeah. thing nobody Neither has any evidence
1: like we don't know yeah so it's like maybe it's harmless maybe it's not but you know i would just in general prefer to stick with something that it's like we've known for decades if not yeah. like you know millennia that like cannabis is safe the flower
2: right like the the. this is the first time there was an incentive i guess to chemically alter weed because before uh it, get, it wouldn't have made a difference but now i don't i don't actually understand that the type, like, what's available? yeah the tech the science whatever they're able to do it's not to improve the experience it's to avoid rules mm-hmm. and that's why it's dangerous. Yeah. And it's, I've literally... Like, when, I, when I've when gotten sick from this stuff, it was, like, on par or worse than food poisoning. Oh, oh God. Like, I, I was... It was hours, and it wasn't just a passing, like, vomit, and then I feel better. It was like my body was not going to be content until it had purged every little drop out of my stomach. Oh, God. And uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've I've definitely... I definitely know one or two other people that have had similar experiences, but I think I'm on the more dramatic end of how how sick people have gotten in terms mm-hmm. of what I've heard.
0: I've heard stories. Like, I I don't think I've personally like had to deal with or talk with, with the yeah. customer that came in, other than that woman that was like yeah. upset about the being drugged but i definitely heard like multiple stories of other people coming in or calling and saying that they got really sick from product and yeah. they were just like really upset that like and they were like could we get refunds like this just like wasn't what they expected and so you have to like yeah. give a spiel like oh you're, we're not liable like you know what you're getting into when you're p- repurchasing this like and, and even it's not people... our fault if your body doesn't like adapt like doesn't take to it you know like
2: and even when like people come in you're still required to you know to give the same sales pitch mm-hmm. and if, if somebody comes in and just like you know doesn't you have, know to, anything you have about to apologize it.
0: like we're so sorry that that happened yeah. like maybe just like we're like don't use it again like yeah. literally like that's what i would say I'd be, I'd be like i said just don't use it again like yeah you
2: no know? and when, when it happened to me i considered going in but to be honest uh i was i was embarrassed i didn't i didn't want to seem like a pussy. No. You know? <laughs> I didn't want to go in and just be like, hi, I'm, I'm a fucking loser. What, no, can you help me, me please? we are not
0: the only one. <laughs> but it's just, so. it sucks. Cause it's like, I don't know. I felt like I couldn't do anything about it. Cause it's like, I'm not, I was, I'm not making the product. I wasn't baking it or like doing anything. I just was there to sell it. And so like, I couldn't do anything to like, be like, I can make sure like <laughs> make they're doing this right. Like I couldn't. And so. I don't know, there's that little bit of guilt, like, what can I do other than, like, apologize and, like, oh, request, yeah. like, like, hey, like, please just, like, don't support this. Yeah. <laughs> don't
2: do it again. Wow. No, yeah, no reason to really feel guilty. I mean, I understand I've had a similar mm-hmm. uh, fit sense of, yeah, culpability, but yeah. we're not the masters here. What? So the owners own how many locations? I
0: think there's three now. Okay. Um
2: and it started in chicago yeah
0: the first one is on broadway in wrigleyville um Mm -hmm. and that was that opened in like 2020 i want to say and then the one in wicker park which is the one that i worked at opened and i think i stopped working at my i worked at starbucks before and so i think i stopped working at starbucks I think my last day was, like, the end of February. And and then they, like, called us all in for, like, a staff meeting. And it ended up being, like, a help us get the store ready. And, like, <laughs> unload and get everything set up instead of it being, like, a staff meeting. So,
2: sneaky, like, they, they, they
0: were sneaky, sneaky sneakies. Sneak. They, so...
2: I'm sure the, I mean, they got paid, right, for setting up.
0: Yeah, but so, um, when I interviewed for the job, they... They tell you flat out, like, pay starts at $10 an hour, and that's not great. But they, when you, when I interviewed, they assured me that I'd be going home with, like, $200 minimum in, like, tips a week. And they're like, so you make up whatever in your tips so that you're making, like, actually more than minimum wage. And we were not, I, I was not making any tips whatsoever, essentially. And I remember there was... (laughs) <laughs> so I was like literally just making ten dollars an hour.
2: Wow! Yeah, I mean, and not
0: like making any tips. That... And then there was like one month where they were like, "Okay, like we'll give you fifty dollars for tips for this month because like tips for were the so month? bad." Yeah, for the month.
2: Oh my god! Jesus!
0: <sighs> and so, you know, I worked at Starbucks for four years, and so starting wage at Starbucks is like fifteen, sixteen dollars now. Yeah. And I remember like real like no know- knowing. That I was going to be taking like a pay like a pay downgrade, uh-huh. um, in switching my job. But I was just like I was ready for a change of environment, and I generally thought that I was going into a really good work environment, in a new space, um, and it ended up being like an even worse environment to be working in, and like even worse bosses to be working under. Um, you know, I think back and I regret that <laughs> sometimes, but I'm also like over it.
2: Oh yeah, but um,
0: but look at you now. You're on a podcast because <laughs> you. <yeah.
1: laughs>
0: so oh, so we tried to like talk them into like giving us like all pay raise to like make up for this, and they were like just against it. Absolutely not. They told us that we're servers, so we should be that we're lucky that we're getting the ten dollars and that we're not getting paid like the two fifty an hour like a regular like server at a restaurant does. <sighs>
2: This is crazy. This is actually a lot worse than I realized. So, There's so yeah. many layers to it. It's um, not just that what they're doing is unsafe, but they're also not treating their employees well. They were like, no, well.
0: totally not treating their employees well. They exploited their employees. They, like, um, they like for instance, they um, told multiple people that they were all up for a promotion. And then once they talked to that person, they would offer the... Promotion to another person and they would just like go back and forth about and then it like, ended up yeah. Trying to offer it to the person who was taking the le- least amount of money like telling them both like here's Uh-oh. the promotion this person we're gonna offer you like 25k a year and this person we're gonna offer 20k and if this person says no like we're gonna drop it like if this person says yes, then we're gonna go with this person like trying to offer the least amount of money and then like Somebody did the math and they're like that's not even more than like the wages you're paying us now like So everyone always wanted to work festivals because the pay was so much better. It was like $20 an hour or something to work these. Sick. So I ended up having like two 14 hour days and being like, what the hell did I sign up for? And so I get there for the first day. So it's a long, it's a hot day. Um, I remember being like, I wanted to be in the booth and the other, my other like co-worker was like out on the sidewalk, like trying to get people to come and like look at the stuff that we had. And, like, trying to get customers to come talk to us, and so, like, I'm explaining what everything is, trying to, like, selling, stuff like that, being the person, bubbly, talky, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I remember, like, getting, like, good feedback there, like, being, like, being told, like, oh, like, you're doing great, like, and I remember going in for the first time again, like, several days later after the festival. um, He sits me down, and he's like, so... Working at the festival was actually a test. We wanted to see how um, well you could perform under these circumstances and you did not pass. (sighs) And he was like, here's what the owners, because they were there for a little bit. Here's what they observed. And here was their constructive feedback. They said that I lack initiative because I wasn't going out of the booth and like trying to draw people into the booth to come and shop and talk. Um, I was misrepresenting the company by describing and using the word potency to people <gasps> and they did not like my overall vibe that I had when I was there because I would not get up and sing and dance with everybody else when I was trying to like focus on like talking to customers and stuff. Like there was one point during the day when I was there that day where they just started blasting music over like the bands that are playing the event. <laughs> And like they try to do, like they try to get everybody to do like the cupid shuffle or something, and I was like, no, like I'm good, like I'm gonna like stay right here and like talk to the customers while they're trying to get people to dance. And I was there, like apparently that was a bad vibe because I didn't want to dance. And I was like, sorry, I'm introverted. I can only turn on my bubbliness for so long, and you had me there for so long throughout the day and fourteen
2: anyway. hour shift, right? Yeah. yeah. And I just want to reiterate, reiterate yeah. that the products sold at Waken Bakery that they're going above and beyond to have you distribute and like I- encourage people that may have not even been fucking interested in the first place to give it a try mm-hmm. has made me so ill like multiple times and i mean i, I mean i'm the dumbass for going back but like that doesn't I make any back. fucking <laughs> sense at a festival
0: yeah, it was a family festival. Like, there's kids. They were trying to make the booth, like, kid-friendly. They had, like, a bubble... Like, to draw in families to come see what we were selling at the booth by making it kid-friendly. Like, they had a Seriously? bubble machine, so the like, kids would, like, stop at the table.
2: Okay, this is eerily similar to something that happened at my 10-year high school reunion. So, we had a table set up in the one of the courtyards of our event because we had tried to get a bunch of sponsors. And at one point I was like, yeah, we'll do this CBD Delta eight store as a sponsor and give them this and make this section like the, you know, Magnolia hemp company twister zone. And it was like, get twisted with like, we had this whole pitch. It was cute. It's cute. And they, they were interested, but in the end only wanted to, um, just show up to have their products, but didn't want to be sponsors mm-hmm. and, and contribute money. And I was like, okay, well, like you can. We ended up just being like, okay, you can come, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, here, here's your here's your fucking spot. Like to take a seat. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, and this this is in Mississippi, where uh, recreational weed is illegal. Yeah. So it's not a place where, like Chicago, there are. These dispensaries everywhere. It's Mm -hmm. just like you know, like what you think of as like a little CBD store, that uh, has existed for some time now. Except now they have these new products. I'm picturing
0: like the CBD crayon, like poster, (laughs) and like (laughs) like little shops like
2: that. Like yeah, yeah, that's hard. (laughs) And, And then so at certain points in the reunion, while the band is playing or while people are making announcements about contests on the stage, there is this guy from the magnolia hemp company that is complaining that we're not on the mic plugging their products and i'm like this is my high school reunion you're not paying to be a sponsor
1: if you sponsored we would plug you yeah Yeah.
2: that was the that was the pitch and you didn't want to
1: yeah but you showed up for free
2: yeah you're getting everything you need right there and yeah like they were i guess they were frustrated that more people were inside by the Live band, yeah. Then outside, talking to them, and I'm like, sorry, we had a fun party the where people want to of be tongues. dancing. Like we
0: were to- like, the booth was told to turn down the music because it was interfering with the bands playing at this festival. It was that like would ridiculous. Make me want to crawl out of I my. I was so skin. embarrassed. <laughs> uh,
2: no, that's that is embarrassing. That is like. I have a high cringe, or a, I don't know, low cringe, whatever threshold, Yeah. Yes. because I'm very sensitive to crossing people's boundaries. I'm yep. very sensitive to Same. being like uh, that fucking guy that yeah. can't mm-hmm. catch a hint. Mm-hmm. And if if I have any, like I can't, I'm not a salesperson. Like one, I, I could Either. never, I could never like get somebody to do something they don't I want to do I worked at Kohl's oh
0: and you had to sell credit cards and I hated selling credit cards God. to customers and I was in high school trying to sell cre- no I hate it well, I'm, the, I'm not the, a person I can't like if you tell yeah, me no yeah. I'm not going to push you to change your mind
2: no and that's a good quality yeah it makes you and I think moral. that was
0: also like part of like my
2: sorry like, my I just, my works in sales I in know
0: Vegas. like
1: I'm <laughs> like well what does it say about me no I'm <laughs> super talented at it <laughs> no. I'm a I'm a master manipulator Yes. <laughs> In the best way no but like
2: <laughs> well was the music at least fun at the festival that they had you play not that that fucking matters no but...
0: it was the music that my booth played was awful it was like all of those stupid dance like songs cha-cha slide kids songs like to draw the kids in again but okay. like the music from the bands was like rock and roll and like really fun
2: so okay wake and bakery needs i'm counting like five felonies three of them for the music and then. Yes. <laughs> Another
0: felony is that they would sell pastries that had gone bad, like, days later. Oh, that's probably why people God. got sick a lot, too. Are
2: you it, serious? Yeah.
0: They would, like... They, they had a terrible, like, dating system for pro- products, and, like, they That's would... there I remember, like, there being a time, like, where we, where we had cupcakes, like, for 10 days, and I remember being like, should we toss these? Like, it's been a while. Like, aren't they, like, rock solid by now? Yeah. And they're like, well, like, we have to wait till we get a new batch to, like, replace them.
1: No, you do You don't sell you it. Just don't sell, well, like just
2: say you're out if somebody asks for it, exactly. they have another pastry that they can buy instead.
0: But, so, yeah, they would sell, like, pastries that had been out like probably oh like God. had been dated wrong after a certain amount of time that like they would just like leave in the fridge because and it had a longer shelf life because it was in, left in the fridge longer
1: that's disgusting
2: okay i have also heard that they had changed their employee policy for dosing at certain points or like the instruction for how much and maybe this is
0: they did yeah 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 i totally forgot for the about the drinks that. yeah 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 so
2: Explain, please. Because they ended
0: up changing their recipe for the dose. Like how for the, the double For it, the double or whatever. They yeah. started um, they changed the uh,
2: The size of the, the eyedropper file. Yeah, vial. they changed
0: that and so it ended up being like you were getting more and it was supposed to be like stronger.
2: That doesn't make any fucking sense. If something is 120 milligrams, it's 120 milligrams. That doesn't mean today it's this size of a vial and tomorrow it's double the size because that would be a different dose because that's what a milligram is it's a unit of measurement it's not a vibe it's not like it's not a vibe (laughs) well no exactly
1: it's like it just goes back to like there are no checks and balances for delta 8 like 120 milligrams means bullshit because it
0: does because like i think about it like their rice krispie treats that were like their most popular product they like they mix it in with, like, the marshmallow, and then they pour it all over, like, the entire sheet, and it's, like, there's no, and then they cut, the, like, you know, you, like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, you cut yeah. it and you separate it. There's no way to guarantee how much milligram is in each and every, like...
2: It's like salt bay with the... Yeah,
0: like, it's, yeah. It, it, but it's, like, it's you well, know wait, it's mixed in, but you don't know, like, how, like you can't yeah, say, yeah. like can't tell like if one rice crispy treat has more of the marshmallow mix than another but like if it does you might get a more potent one like, right it's... oh don't use that nah, <laughs> we need like a, an alarm button to stop yeah it. potent
2: <laughs> <laughs> god damn no it's it's like you're not grandma passing down a recipe where it's like a handful of sugar or and um a pinch of nutmeg there's no
1: quality control it's like you
2: damn so, anybody want to wanna eat an edible?
0: <laughs> not <laughs> a Delta I 8. Know. I honestly, I have not really fucked with uh, Delta 8 since I've worked there. So, yeah. smoking, this was probably the first Delta 8 thing I've consumed in a hot minute. Because um, I, I prefer my flour. Sure. I prefer just getting
1: regular, Maybe normal... That.
2: Yeah. THC.
1: I feel it's, better about one of these because it's like, okay, like at least we know that it's like hemp that yes. we're smoking. Yeah. Like with the the, edibles
2: are the sketchiest part, I think.
1: These ones are interesting because like on the topic of Delta Eight, I feel like we're using Delta 8 as kind of like the the general term here, but it's like there's all kinds of different ones because we have like THCO delta 8 delta 8 full sorry delta 10 delta 9 this one that i have from like a chicago brand is hhc
2: i've heard of that yeah i've never done it but i've heard of it i actually like these i remember hearing about something
0: like delta 10 like recently and i'm like it just keeps going up a number yeah but do you want to hear that i have this like list of like other just like really like terrible things about the company go off i'll just like read can i read through them really quick Please. please pastries do. are transported in personal vehicles without proper refrigeration mushrooms were growing in the bathroom <gasps> multiple instances of cross contamination of pastries with allergens so, sorry, like, sorry.
2: mushrooms as in psychedelics
0: no as in like mushrooms growing in the ceiling from like <laughs> fucking <laughs>
1: water. water yeah
0: okay, okay Continue.
1: Um, god
0: they ended up buying f- f- like f- bots and followers for all of their social media accounts. The owners did.
1: Cringe. Um,
0: owners have referred to customers as liars trying to get free product when complaining about when complaints were brought forward. Um, staff was told additional bonus would be added to their checks to supplement low business lack of tips as pay was not followed through as promised. Owners would instigate conflict with shift leads when staff concerns were brought forward and would start arguments instead of communicating, resolving if management straight up does not know how to do their job, how to communicate effectively with staff and express multiple times that money was all that they cared about, i.e. their bonuses. Yeah, there was a point where I remember like right before I quit where they were like, you are replaceable if you like you're just money to us like that's all we were Jeez. um entire kitchen staff walked out in april to protest unsafe and unsanitary working conditions for a minimal pay owners then posted that they were hiring these positions for five dollars more than what the original pay was um owners discussed using tiktok to sexualize and exploit employees to increase views and promote products with zero compensation as in Trying to post, they wanted, they asked all of us if we would film TikToks and talk about ourselves if we were single girls and trying to get people to come in to meet us and then like sell product.
1: That is so gross. So first I'm replaceable. And then you want to use my body as like a marketing tool. And then you also, I'm replaceable, but my vibe, but I'm going to be judged and critiqued on my vibe. Like, I just don't understand, like, what are you looking for? Because if you want people who are going to put effort into like their work at your establishment, like you have to treat them like they matter, like they're valuable.
2: No, it's it's literally gaslighting. Like, when they Mm -hmm. gave you that negative feedback from the festival, it wasn't because... Being told that, like,
1: I was handpicked, because
2: they really
0: liked what they saw at this event and how I was, to, no, we don't like your vibe from this. Yeah,
2: and I'm totally getting the sense that they're shit-testing you. Like, you did a great job, they knew you did a great job, and they just wanted to you know get to get to the place where you understand that you're not going to be treated well yeah. when whatever shortcut they needed to get to that place is what they were going to do and if mm-hmm. making up a lie about your performance to f- gaslight you mm-hmm. is how they're gonna you know humble you and, and you feel to be, better. Like how they
0: thought that they could get like get me to stay essentially and even after like they told like i went through that conversation my coworker after she was like you okay i'm like yeah like that was bullshit though she was like honestly she's like i thought you would quit on the spot she was like if they had done that to me and they had said that to me like she's like i would have quit on the spot like that's so it was so disrespectful and it took me like way longer to quit than it should have for, like i feel like i should have quit on that moment but i stayed for like i think like, an extra week before i actually ended up quitting okay yeah but you were done But like, I was done at yeah. that point i had no fucks to give
1: <laughs> yeah
2: congrats on getting out of there uh closing thoughts i was just gonna say at this point like I'd rather buy some random shit from like a trap king down the street. Like yeah. that I feel go safer. Go to your corner
0: bodega guy. Get whatever he has.
2: <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like I I mean
0: go to
1: like oh the genie shop right around like Just go. like just like don't fuck with like fake weed. Like just yeah. buy real weed. If you
0: want the high just go for the high. Like a like it's like I don't know. Like I'm thinking like what Sometimes people say, like, this is a better option for them, like, and I get that. But yeah. I also, like...
1: Well, I think it's, like, how it's marketed, right? Like, we're told that, like, Delta A and all of these variants are supposed to be, like, a milder high um, while still, like, having a somewhat similar effect. It's supposed to like, have,
0: like, more medicinal, like, properties. Yeah, and it's, like, that's
1: such bullshit, especially when you have, like, brands like Wake and Bakery just wildly, like... You know, with like wild negligence around like their dosages. Like this is not a safer option. We don't know as much about it as we do with like normal cannabis, like THC. So just, you know, like move forward with like at your own risk, I guess. Exactly. Well said.
2: Thanks everybody. Thank you. This has been very fucking juicy. And that that blunt, that joint didn't do (laughs) shit.
1: No, we got to roll a real one now.
2: (laughs) Hard agree, hard agree.
1: Thanks cuties, see you next
2: time. Bye, Bye cuties. Bye cuties.
1: Bye cuties.